Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Welcome to Prognosis. I'm Laura Carlson. It's day 36 since coronavirus was declared a global pandemic. Our main story today, the disease's assault on the Black community. The number of dead and very sick from COVID-19 show the outbreak has disproportionately affected Black Americans. But it's also dealing an economic blow to the demographic that will be difficult to recover from. But first, Here's what happened today. More than 5 million Americans filed for unemployment benefits last week, bringing the total to 22 million over the last month. It's the fourth week of astronomical levels of jobless claims. The level of unemployment is now so high, it effectively erases a decade's worth of job creation. The CEO of Airbus said on a call with investors that the global aerospace sector is facing its greatest challenge ever. Demand at the world's biggest plane maker has slumped, as airlines, suffering without passengers, ground planes, and slash orders for new ones. The numbers are just the latest in a string of signs the novel coronavirus continues to wreak havoc on individual paychecks and businesses alike. And President Donald Trump is once more talking about reopening parts of the economy. The president told U.S. governors on a conference call today that some states would be able to reopen businesses and schools before May 1st, when federal social distancing guidelines are set to expire. It's not clear that individual governors will follow guidelines set by the president, though. Also today, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo extended the state's lockdown for two more weeks to May 15th. And in Europe, some countries are cracking down even while others weigh loosening restrictions on movement. The UK added three weeks to its restrictions as total infections exceeded 100,000. There may be one small bright spot for Americans who have mourned the loss of live sports amid the outbreak. Golf is coming back to the U.S., but don't expect to hear that soft golf clap. The PGA announced Thursday that an altered schedule of events will resume with the Charles Schwab Challenge in Fort Worth, Texas on June 8th. But it and other games will lack a live audience. And now for today's main story. Some cities and states have released data on racial health outcomes from the new coronavirus. Their reports are showing more and more that Black people are dying at disproportionate rates to their percentage of the population. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention found that Black people made up 33% of all hospitalizations for COVID-19, the disease caused by the virus. That's more than double their share of the U.S. population. In New York, the epicenter of the outbreak, 
A recent statistic showed black people made up 18% of deaths, but were only 9% of the population. Recently, McKinsey and Company released a report that shows it's not just black Americans' health that will suffer. The virus will likely have a devastating effect on their jobs and future earnings. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. I recently spoke with Bloomberg reporter Donald Moore about some of the social and economic factors that have led to higher case and mortality rates among Black communities. So, Donald, you had a chance to talk to McKinsey and Company about this topic. Now, they've just issued a report about the impact of this virus on African-American communities. What did they find? They did a a study of the entire U.S. of areas that they call at risk that have lower access to health care, fewer hospital beds. And what they found was those areas tend to be predominantly African-American. Off the bat, Blacks, African-Americans tend to have lower access to health care. And tell us a bit more about these areas. Are there other factors that McKinsey and others have pointed to as to why people in these communities have been affected more by coronavirus? Uh, A big reason is structural. There's a term for what they call food deserts that refer to places that have limited or even no access to good quality fresh food. So, for example, Detroit for a while in the 2000s, there wasn't a single grocery chain in the city limits. So those areas tend to be overrepresented by black Americans, like usually large cities, um, you know, um, underdeveloped areas. When you don't have grocery stores or farmers markets to go to, what they end up doing is going to convenience stores or Um, fast food restaurants, which are high caloric foods, lots of sugar, lots of salt, you know, junk food. And eating those foods tend to lead to things like obesity, which leads to things like hypertension and diabetes. And what about jobs in these communities? Do those also play a role? So there's been a lot of discussion over what we call uh, essential jobs, jobs that have to be formed even during the lockdown to keep society running. And Blacks tend to be overrepresented in those jobs. So for instance, Even though Blacks are underrepresented amongst physicians, they are overrepresented amongst nursing assistants. 33% of nursing assistants are African-Americans. 40% of orderlies are African-American. 40% of psychiatric aides are African-American. So you have these positions that African-Americans take up a large share of where not only can they not socially distance from other people, but the people they interact with usually tend to be sick and in many cases have coronavirus. What was the earning gap between Black Americans and white Americans um, before all this started, before the pandemic? So the most recent numbers from the Economic Policy Institute, median Black wages were about 73.3% of white wages in 2018. So roughly three quarters of what whites make. Black Americans tend to be overrepresented in essential jobs, but they're also overrepresented in jobs that are more likely to be laid off. So if you look at like the service industry, for instance, or retail, those jobs are essentially being shut down because of the the lockdowns in place all over the country. And black Americans tend to be overrepresented in those positions. So they're going to be one of the first ones to be laid off as a community. 
can anything be done right now to curb consequences? Um, I'm thinking in terms of, say, hazard pay or or even just things like testing during the pandemic. Hazard pay definitely helps increasing essential worker salaries, gives them a boost, especially when there are a lot of African-Americans who hold two jobs. So they might have a job at a grocery chain, for instance, but then they'll lose the job as a waiter. So the hazard pay definitely helps in that regard. But from what I've seen and what I've heard talking to experts, the best way to help this is just increased testing. They've said to make sure that workers are safe, even people who are laid off are safe, or even the elderly. The best way is to find out who's infected and be able to isolate them so they don't infect others. As Donald and his Bloomberg co-author Jeff Green point out, predominantly Black neighborhoods have been statistically less likely to get tested for coronavirus. But that soon may change. Admiral Brett Jouar, President Donald Trump's testing czar said the administration is actively discussing adding minority groups to the priority list for testing. That was my discussion with Donald Moore, whose article, co-written with Jeff Green, on how the coronavirus is hurting Black Americans, was published this week on Bloomberg.com. And that's it for the Prognosis Daily Edition. For more on the pandemic from our bureaus around the world, visit Bloomberg.com coronavirus. And one small favor. If you like what we're doing, please take a second to rate the podcast and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It helps more listeners find our global reporting. The Prognosis Daily Edition is hosted by me, Laura Carlson. The show is produced by me, Topher Forges, Jordan Gospure, and Magnus Henriksen. Today's main story was reported by Donald Moore and Jeff Green. Original music by Leo Sidrin. Our editors are Francesca Levy and Rick Schein. Francesca Levy is Bloomberg's head of podcasts. Thanks for listening. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at CarterEconomicForum.com.